So, I've mentioned in my first post that my dad hunts, and this story happened during one of my many hunting experiences, which I never take part in and only ever heard about. Experience 1. Backstory. He used to hunt with a hunting rifle, but has now started alternating between crossbow and bow because it's quieter and easier to hunt than with a rifle. My dad, like I had mentioned, was out hunting and, I'm assuming, had fallen asleep in his car while waiting for a buck to appear. He looks out the window, and he sees this prize-winning buck, his words, not mine, a couple feet away from him. Excited, he raises his gun, all set to fire at it, because our other uncles have already gotten their prize buck, except him, and he wanted to get one himself. But, when he looks through the scope, there's nothing there. He lowers the gun and there's a buck in plain sight. He raises the gun to fire again, and zip, nothing, open space. He lowers the gun once again, and the buck is still there, but looking away from my dad. Very confused, he raises the gun up once again, gone again. My dad is thinking, what's going on? He lowers the gun, and this time the buck is really gone. He was so confused, and by then my uncles had returned to the car, and they head home for the night. Nobody was able to figure out if the buck was real, or a figment of my dad's imagination, or possibly a forest spirit playing a prank on him. Experience number two. My dad was out hunting again with one other uncle at this newer area about three to four years ago, instead of the area in Experience 1. It was almost winter when this strange and creepy encounter happened. My dad was already high up in his tree stand for hours, and just waiting for a buck to appear. It does, but it's too far out of range that he wouldn't be able to get a clear shot. When he notices a woman in a white dress, walking around a few feet below him. He was confused. Why would she be walking around in a dress in that condition? And he wanted to call out to her, but something in the back of his mind told him not to. He just silently sat in the tree stand and waited. Eventually, she walked away and out of sight in the direction of where our uncle was located. My dad continues waiting for maybe another half an hour before climbing down and calling our uncle about the woman in the white dress. Our uncle asks, What woman? He says, The woman that walked in your direction half an hour ago. The uncle says, I never saw anyone, and there shouldn't be anyone else out here but us. They were both confused, but it was enough to scare our uncle into wanting to get the heck out of there. My dad didn't want to leave, and instead wanted to stay a bit longer. After some convincing... Our uncle talks my dad into leaving, where my dad proceeds to mock and tease him about the woman in the white dress. They both made it home perfectly fine, but our uncle is too scared to go hunting there by himself now after what happened. Then, a few days afterwards, my dad's leg just starts hurting and swelling up for a couple weeks. Our other uncle, who's a shaman, not a hunter, thinks maybe they offended or disturbed something while out hunting. My dad denies it, but was told to go back to the area during the day and apologize to whatever they may have disturbed. My dad, being the stubborn guy he is, refused to, but after a while, he and our uncle, the one who went hunting with him, 
went back and did apologize. A few days later, his leg was all better as though nothing ever happened. It was creepy, and that's why I never want to go out hunting or into the woods at night, because anything can happen, and I hate being outside after dark. I can't sleep, so I thought I'd write out this experience that I had a while back. Someone I loved very much passed away four years ago, and I was devastated over their death. The graveyard he's in is beautiful and became my spot. Before he died, we actually used to walk his dog there together. I would visit his grave for hours sometimes and read, listen to music, walk around, etc., I would go at night, a lot after I got off second shift around midnight as well. One night I was really upset about something and wanted to visit him, and I pulled in and drove over to his site, but something felt off. I get out of the car and immediately wanted to get back in. I have a really good intuition, and I tend to always listen to my gut, which has never lied to me. I drove back out, but... You have to go all the way around the cemetery to get back to the entrance. As I got to the top of the hill, before the gate, which is still pretty far in, I see a person walking super fast, like almost speed walking towards my car. I jumped a mile. I looked closer and an older woman was walking directly towards my car very fast. She had a gigantic smile on her face. After seeing that creepypasta video, The Smiling Man, it became one of my irrational fears. It was pretty chilly that night, and she looked like she was only wearing a long sleeve shirt and pants. No parka or anything like that. The woman walked almost into my car, and then turned and walked off towards the woods on my right side. I drove farther toward the gate, and looked back, and she was literally walking straight into the woods. Now at this point, it was like 1am, and the cemetery is not in a good neighborhood. It was bizarre. I drove out of there as fast as I could. My grandfather was my world. Whenever times got tough, he was always the one that I went to first. When I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and manic depression, he was the one who got me the help that I needed. He passed away in 2009. His home had caught fire, and although he got out before getting any serious burns, the smoke was too much for him. The only thing I have left is a picture of him from whenever he was a Marine. It hangs on the wall above my couch, next to a picture of my grandmother, his wife, and my father, their son. Eventually, I stopped taking my meds, and my mental health started to go downhill. A few months later, and I'm not doing too good. I was in a very dark place. All I wanted to do was take that step and experience death's sweet embrace. Then, all of it would end. The pain, the darkness, the sadness. All of it would be over. Well, one night, I decided I was ready. I wrote my letters, opened a bottle of Jack, and sharpened my knife. I was in my living room on the couch, music blaring. 
I know it was probably bothering the neighbors, but screw it, won't be my problem much longer. I finish off the bottle of Jack and pick up my knife. I hold it to my wrist, and I wanted so bad to do it, it would be so easy and I'd finally be free. I was trying to convince myself to do it, just do it, just do it. The blade started to dig into my skin. My grandfather's picture fell off the wall and lands right on my hand due to the angle that I was sitting, causing me to drop the knife. I just look at his picture and I hear his words in my mind. You're strong, you are worth it, you are important, you can beat this, and I love you. At that moment, I started bawling. I can't explain it, but it felt as if a very heavy weight was lifted off my shoulders. It was like for the first time in a long time I could finally breathe again. I got back on my medication, and while I do still have some pretty bad days, whenever I get that low or have those thoughts, I remember my grandfather's words. I fully 100% believe that he was watching over me, and he saved my life that night. This is a follow-up story to my original story titled The Place Where I Live. A couple of years back, when I was in high school, I decided with my mother to rent a movie and buy some snacks from a gas station. It was 10pm, and we didn't live in a city or small village, just in the country, and the closest village was about 5 kilometers away from where I lived. So my mother was getting ready, and I was already going outside. I needed to go pee, but since I was already outside, I went behind a tree. I did what I had to do, then looked up at the moon, which was full at that time. But in the sky next to it was a a strange light behind some clouds. It looked like a spotlight, kind of. Now, I knew there was a military base close by, but I don't think I could have seen a spotlight since that base was far enough. So I looked at it for a minute to see if it would move or something, and my mother was finally out and going to the car. She asked me, are you coming? And I said, hold on, and come and see this. She was thinking I was going to show her the moon, so she was a bit annoyed, but she came nonetheless. I said while pointing, do you see that? It's like if it's in the forest and look at the beam under it. We were mesmerized by how strange it was, but all of a sudden that beam under the bright light shot up and separated into four smaller lights, and they were moving erratically around each other, like if they were flies. My mother grabbed my arm out of shock and fear. My heart was racing, and I I did feel like we were in danger. Then I said to her, get in the car, now. Usually I would take the time to move random stuff on the passenger seat so I could sit there, but this time I was too scared to do it. So I sat on the back seats, terrified. I was sure I was going to die and that those lights were coming closer and closer by the second. So we drove off ASAP, and I was looking around to see where they were. Is it normal for spotlights to move five kilometers? I don't think so. They stopped following when we were a couple meters from the village that was close by. Either way, that was the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life so far. (laughs) 
So this happened two days ago, September 19th, 2020. But for some backstory, I was at home with my brother's girlfriend's dog and my dog. One dog freaks out, like it has abandonment issues, every time that my brother's girlfriend, we'll call her Lisa, leaves. Lisa gets home from work around 11pm, but the dogs just kind of mess around, it's no big deal. Anyways, I heard a noise, like Lisa had come home, and whatever, and then like she closed the door. The dogs started barking, again, I thought she had come home. It is important to note that I keep all the other doors closed, so the dogs don't go to the bathroom in the rooms. And I specifically remember closing my brother's door to his room. At 9 o'clock, I exit my room and my brother's door is open. I run to close it, and I see who I thought was Lisa sleeping underneath the blankets with the lamp on. She wasn't there when I first closed the door and the lamp wasn't on. So I shut off all the lights and went to bed. It was weird, she never said anything to me. She had just started a new job, so I figured it was a rough day, so she just went to bed. I asked my brother the next day if she was okay, and he was like, yeah, why wouldn't she be? So I told him what happened, and he's like, what? She came home at 11. I literally died inside when I heard that. I asked Lisa to confirm. She said the door was closed to the room and that the lamp was not on. Then she told me she has a ghost that follows her and likes to play with the lights. I mean, whatever, I believe her, no big deal, but the thing that gets to me is who or what did I see in the bed? Hi, so these stories are all from growing up in a house that is over a century old in a rural town in southern Virginia. It's a bit long. The earliest one I can remember is from when I was about 7 or so. I'm 22 now. I had just gotten home from school and I was home alone. My mom had taken my brother to the doctor or something and my dad was still at work. I guess it's important to try and describe the vague layout of the house. The fridge is in the utility room, which, unlike in most houses, was the equivalent of a sunroom. In order to get to the fridge, you either have to just come in the back door, or walk through the kitchen from the living room slash den. I went to the fridge to look for a snack, and looked outside and saw about ten figures that were entirely grey, and they had no faces. I learned during high school that these are called shadow people slash beings, and it's good that they were outside and not in the house. The next story I remember is from when I was about nine. It was Christmas Eve, and my dad and I were decorating the tree in the family room, different from the living room, this is at the front of the house. My mom was in her room wrapping the rest of the presents, my brother was at his dad's place. Now. It's important to say that my mom's bedroom was right above the family room, and above her room is the attic. We were almost done with the tree, and my dad had picked me up so I could put on the topper when he hesitated. I asked him if he heard the rocking chair, and he said he did. I put the topper on, and he set me down. We decided to go up and see if my mom had brought down my great-grandma's rocking chair out of the attic. We knocked on her door so she could hide the presents that weren't wrapped and came in. She didn't have the chair down, so we asked her if she heard the chair. She hadn't, 
so we decided to check the attic. The rocking chair had a stack of other stuff on top of it, but it was rocking. Now the next one was really scary at the time. I was around 12. Half of the attic was converted into a bedroom for me to have more space. My dad built it, and let me tell you, he was great at making furniture and boxes and the like, but houses? Not so much. The floor was incredibly thin, and my mom could hear me walking all the time. I had stayed up late this night reading. I was in bed reading with the light on when the door to the attic opened. I heard footsteps coming towards my bed and then the imprint of a knee on the foot of my bed. I panicked and I threw my blanket over my head and waited. Eventually, I could feel the pressure ease off of the bed, and I could hear the footsteps retreat. Then, I hear the attic door close. I pull the blanket down and get up to look at the door, and the slide lock is in place. On my way back to bed, my mom yells at me to stop walking around and go to sleep. The next morning, I asked her if she heard walking before she yelled at me, and she said no. The last one's short, and I don't remember it at all. This is mostly from my mom, so I'm not sure how accurate it is. I was about 14, and it was the middle of the summer. I had made a pallet on the floor to sleep on, and my bed was a loft bed, and the AC in that house didn't really work well on the second floor. I had taken over my brother's old room at this point. I was sleeping on the floor, and my mom burst into my room yelling, asking who I had in there with me, and me, just groggy and just stunned awake, asking what's going on, and trying to tell her I was alone. She said she heard a deep voice in my room with me, so she thought I'd snuck someone into my room somehow. But there was no one in there with me. Hey there, friends. I hope you enjoyed this collection of spine-chilling true stories. This was a decent collection. Um, kind of a bit of a miscellaneous collection, honestly. I had a few stories that weren't really fitting in anywhere else, and I had another story for the Ghost Stories collection that was deleted, so I kind of felt like just kind of mixing them together was a better idea to just do a true story collection. Nothing wrong with that. These typically work out pretty well, in my opinion, so yeah. Anyway, uh, I hope you did enjoy them. If you did, please consider joining the Nevermore. To join the Nevermore, all you gots to do is hit that subscribe button, bell icon next to it, that makes you part of the Nevermore. You can support the growth of the Nevermore by clicking any of the social media links in the description below, and following me on those, or supporting the channel through Patreon or Coffee. All of these appreciated, and all of them optional, so. If you choose to do any of them, just know that I am very grateful. Alright everyone, I hope you have a fantastic week. I know it's Monday, I'm a bit tired to be honest with you. I need to shower. I need to do other stuff. Blah. I'm feeling like Garfield today, guys. Anyway. Hope you guys have a good one. I will see you on the next video, but until then, sleep well.